listening to the Border Perspective Audio Podcast, broadcasting out of the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas, hosted by Christian Salinas. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Christian Salinas. Uh, we hope everybody had a wonderful uh, tax-free weekend. And uh, as is normally the case, this tax-free weekend was followed by the start of a new school year for the majority of Valley children. Uh, And of course, this is also about the time that local college students start their fall semester. Now, we've mentioned how we're working on a series of podcast episodes trying to get a better understanding of what's happening locally with the economy. And this time of year, there is usually a lot going on, economically speaking. Historically, this is not just a time of year where kids go back to school, but this is also a time of year where people are looking for new places to live. Uh, Teachers, for example, might have started new jobs at a different school district, or college students may be looking to move closer uh, to their actual campus. So we decided this week we'd take a look at what's going on in the renter's market here in the Rio Grande Valley. Now, originally, we just wanted to look at renting specifically. If it was easy to find a place to rent, uh, what the average rent is, uh, what the related expenses can be, etc. But uh, once we started looking into it, we realized that renting and buying places to live are unbelievably interrelated, meaning that you can't talk about renting without knowing a little about buying homes, or in other words, about the housing market. Now, after speaking with a few local realtors, uh, it became clear that basically you will have a hard time finding a place to rent in the valley right now, or at least a cheap place to rent, uh, for the simple reason that there just aren't that many places to rent, uh, because everybody is renting right now. Uh, This is due to a lot of reasons. Uh, New people move into the valley all the time, and they need a, a temporary place to stay before settling permanently. Uh, A lot of people may have just foreclosed on their homes and are now renting while they figure out what to do next. But arguably the biggest reason why people decide uh, to rent right now rather than to buy is the bad state of the economy. Ironically though, the bad economy is actually making right now a great time to buy a house. And some say it's actually cheaper to buy a house right now than it is to rent. Now, there are two major factors why right now is a great time to buy a house. The first is that interest rates are low. Uh, Some actually describe them as super low. Uh, The second is that home prices are also very, very low. Uh, With these two factors combined, most local realtors are actually suggesting that right now is cheaper to buy a house than it is to rent a house or an apartment. Now, you might be thinking, of course, real estate agents are going to suggest it's better to buy than to rent because they make money selling houses. And that is a fair argument. But it's not easy to argue with the numbers. So we decided to look at several websites advertising places to rent in the valley. And we found a few places with rent averaging anywhere from about $600 to $1,000 a month uh, for one to two bedroom places. Then we looked at prices for home sales. And these prices vary dramatically. We found houses advertised for less than 40000 uh, But realistically, for a decent home, you should expect to pay anywhere from about 80000 to $100,000 uh, without getting too fancy. Uh, this is based solely on what we found advertised online. So how much would a monthly payment come out to if you decide to buy a house? Would it really be cheaper than renting? 
if you go online and search mortgage calculators, you get a list of websites designed to give you a rough idea of what you can expect your monthly payment to be if you buy a house. Uh, we used one found on cnnmoney.com for our results, but they all do pretty much the same thing. Now in the calculator, we typed in the amount we needed to borrow or the value of the house. In this case, uh, we, we went with uh, $80,000. Uh, we set it to a 30-year period. Uh, we went with a down payment of $2,000. Uh, we typed the interest rate of 3.85, which is reportedly the interest rate um, at the national level. Um, we typed in a property tax of uh, 0.4213%, uh, uh, which basically runs up to about $0.43 cents for every $100. Uh, this is the number that was given to us by the McKellen Tax Office. And uh, we included... Uh, insurance rate of about $80 a month and the total came out to a monthly payment of $745.67. Being that rent was advertised at the websites that we saw uh, between $600 to $1,000 a month, a house payment of around $750 would seem to suggest that buying might be a better value. Now of course the mortgage calculator result uh, on the website is a very rough estimate. Uh, factors like credit ratings, for example, along with other things, could bring the numbers up. But it would seem that the numbers for renting versus buying are fairly close no matter how you look at it. As we've stated previously on this podcast, the economy is a very complicated issue. In many ways, it involves more than just numbers. It, it also has a lot to do with people and our attitudes. The truth is no one really wants to commit to a 30-year mortgage because many of us aren't even sure if we'll have a job at the end of the year or at the end of the month. We don't want to make any financial commitments that we're not sure we'll be able to meet. So what does it all come down to? Well, the experts are saying that the numbers speak for themselves, that the answers are obvious. Renting might be the answer if you're not planning on staying in the valley permanently. But if you are planning on building a life here, now is the time to stop renting it's time to get over our fears and seriously look into buying a home. And they might be right. But to get a better understanding, we thought we would talk to a local homeowner to see if there are any other consequences of home buying that the experts don't take into consideration. A good friend of mine, Emilio Escobar, recently became a homeowner. So I called him up and asked him if there were some real-world surprises uh, that were related to being a first-time homeowner. One of the biggest costs is property taxes, and you know, you know, from 800 all the way to, like I said, anywhere from 3,000 to like 6,000 a year. Like I said, depending on the square footage. So one of the biggest extra expenses Emilio first noticed was property taxes, and another added expense turned out to be basic home maintenance. I'm gonna tell you something. My house is a brand new house, and I still have to fix things. Check it out. I had a leak. It cost me about. I had, to, I had to call the guy like two or three times for the leak. Eventually, with labor costs, and I'm not counting the time I wasted attending the person. I mean, I wasted around uh, about $800, $900 just to fix that leak because we couldn't find the problem. So I would say if, if, if you're an average person, and I, we go back all the way uh, again, you know, depending on, on the, the type of home we have uh, and how old it is, but assuming it's a five-year-old home, you're—I mean, if you're a responsible homeowner, you're looking to waste around for sure a year over six hundred dollars just in you know maintenance. 
Now, I immediately did point out that his estimates were labor costs alone and didn't include materials and appliances purchased. But in spite of all these added expenses, Emilio is still convinced that buying a home is still the better option, especially if you have big plans for your family's future. See, the benefits of renting, obviously, are the ones we already talked about. You have no responsibilities. You know, just pay your, just pay your rent, just pay your, your bills, and that's it. You know, you, have to, you don't have to pay no taxes, you know, and, and so that's a good thing. But here's, here's the main thing about owning a home. Not only is it your home, you know, which you can't beat that, it's your home. But, you know, if you want to invest in a, in a future, in a business, if you want to do that type of thing, you already have equity, you know. So, you know, you go to the bank and the bank is saying, hey, your house is worth 150000 right, or your house is worth 200000 And you say, well, you know what, I, I want to open up my own business. You know, the bank, the bank, they give you, they can give you either 100% of what your house is worth. They can even give you over, over more than that, you know, depending on what you ask for or what you qualify for. So a house is an investment. Not only are you living in your own home and your own comfort, you know, you get to customize it, the, you know, with the way you want it, colors. You know, you can put posters, boards, theater systems. Pretty much you can do anything. It's your home. And it's also an investment. So definitely, you know, owning is the way to go. Emilio brings up a very interesting point. Purchasing a home is very literally an investment. Your hard-earned money will be going into something of significant value. Being a homeowner could eventually open up some serious future opportunities. So the bottom line seems to be that if you're looking for a temporary place to stay, rent is of course the best option. But finding a decent place at a decent price could be a little tougher than you might expect. And if you are considering the valley as a place where you want to make your life, now is the best time to start considering taking your hard-earned money and investing it into your own home rather than paying rent. Being that our time is limited on this podcast, we weren't able to explore some very significant factors such as how easy or how difficult it is to apply for a home loan, or if we all qualify for low interest rates, So whether you're thinking about buying or renting, it's always a good idea to take the time to talk to a realtor. Uh, We found that they are very real people, they're very down to earth, and they're very easy to talk to, but most importantly, they're very, very eager to help. There are some great resources available for us locally, such as uh, ednataylor.com, where we got a lot of our facts for this podcast, and uh, mccallanrealestate.com. And that's it for this week's episode. We do have a couple of announcements uh, before we sign off. First, we are excited to say that we are looking into creating a new show, uh, possibly launching next week. We're still working on figuring out uh, what the schedule will be. Uh, we will announce uh, what we come up with on our website, uh, bpscast.com. Uh, basically, the new show will be uh, a news show uh, with uh, some limited commentary. Uh, we found that we are limited as to Uh, how timely our news can be on a weekly podcast. Uh, So we're hoping that the new show can uh, cover more current affairs. Uh, Again, the new show will be available on our iTunes podcast, as well as uh, streamed to your mobile smartphone using the Stitcher Smart Radio app uh, that you can download on your device's app store. Uh, It works on Android phones, uh, iPhones, and Blackberries. Let us know if you like what we're doing here at Border Perspective. You can support this show by supporting our sponsors, by telling your friends about us, or simply by listening to the show and uh, giving us your feedback. 
Uh, as always, you can contact us on our Facebook page or via our email at uh, bpscast at gmail.com. I'm Christian Salinas, and as always, we thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the Border Perspective audio podcast. You can find archives of past episodes, more information about all our guests, and our most recent contact information on our website, www.bpscast.com. Produced by Border Perspective Studios, an independent digital media company.